coming up on today's podcast. A bit of this. I can imagine Simon Cowell giving out little miniatures of himself. Yeah, I wouldn't like his essence in my pocket, though. <laughs> and a bit of this. Well, that's, a, that's a new chapter in Alice in Wonderland, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up the nose of a, of a Brummy artist. Hello, and welcome to Modern Art is Rubbish, episode number 12. Are you right, Tom? Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Marcus. Yes, yes. Um, Sarah's not with us today because we are on a uh, kind of like a sabbatical, a kind of holiday. And so we've just thought we'd better do a mini episode for consistency. Wow. So, so um, for consistency, is that an art movement? Yeah, cons- <laughs> consistentism. Consistentism. <laughs> I've just made that up. <laughs> Again, so I thought, as it's a mini episode, we could talk about miniature things, little things. So, uh, in this episode, uh, I went to a master's degree show in Brighton, so I'm going to do a mini review, and then I'll talk about a couple of uh, miniaturist artists in a minuscule way. I'm overdoing the mini stuff now, aren't I? Uh, and Sarah is going to do an interview with some mini adults or madults, as I like to call them, and they are multimedia artists. Yeah, so we're doing it on mini. Are we talking about the art pieces that are very small? Yeah, little, little tiny ones, little tiny small art pieces. So, uh, recently I went to the Master's Degree Show in Brighton and uh, I saw uh, several works. It's all, they're all really good, but I picked four of my favourite ones. The first work I saw was by Judith Ricketts and uh, she's a, uh, a programmer and a digital and installation artist. And what happens is, uh, is I went in there and you start watching a film and it's about... I think it's uh, statistics and things on slavery and you have to keep looking and the minute you look away from the film the film stops playing to grab your attention what so there's like a sensor in the room that can see if you're looking at the 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 screen or not yes there is there's a sensor so it demands your attention so if it's if it's got to put an important piece of information to impart you have to keep focusing on the screen they should do that on the one show, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, that'd be hard, wouldn't it? It would be just totally cutting out all the time. <laughs> that is hard to concentrate on. Uh, the one show is. Oh, no, I don't. I'm not even going to talk about the one show. <laughs> and another piece she did, and I have to say, is this. I found this one really one of the most emotional pieces I've seen in a long time. And what it is, is you walk in and you see two beautifully lit, large, massive sheets of paper. And they're sort of hung like ancient religious scrolls. And you can see that they have faint writing on them. And they look quite beautiful. And then when you actually get up close and you investigate the writing further and read what they actually are, they're actually lists of numbers that relate to slavery. Yeah, so like numbers of... 
um, slaves killed or that uh, sort of thing? Statistics of slave transport. I can't remember slave exactly. Slave transport. Okay. Yeah, so statistics. So that was quite a, an emotional one. So what were the numbers like? Were they like massive numbers? No, they were just, it was just lists and lists of numbers. And when you think each number represents a person. So yeah. these were, this was freely available data that uh, the artist, as she pulled off the wherever and, uh, and put up. Right, so that was the first one on our mini review. So the next work is by an artist I saw called Lucy Delano. And the works I think is quite entertaining. It's thoughtful and it's plainful, but there's some real serious art history knowledge around it. Uh, one piece I liked was was a ready-made, if you remember back to the Duchamp, for those of you listening, the episode about anything can be art and you can, you know, go out and buy a, a toilet and present it as art. In this case, her father had made a knitted a chessboard. Right, yeah, what a knitted chessboard. And what she did was she actually presented it as her own piece of ready-made art. So it's a total reference to Duchamp, that. I, th- I think what actually she said was her dad uh, apparently said, is this art? Asked if that was art. And so she put it in her show. Well, I hope her dad learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one in the mini review is on to Sally Borner. Now, what I like about her work is it's really, it, it's really involving the community. And she, when she does the research for it, she gets lots of people who wouldn't normally do art, who sometimes seem to be uh, old, maybe from the older generation. Yeah. And she gets them involved and they seem to really enjoy it. And what her piece was is actually like almost like a, a big cocoon-like weaved structure made of willow. And the viewers are invited to add pieces of fabric to it. And it's a really interesting visual piece. And it was all about the state of flow and being in the moment. And as the viewer, you're invited to add pieces of fabric to it. I really enjoyed the fact that it's involving the community a lot as well and involving people. So definitely worth looking at. And finally, uh, I just want to give a quick mention to someone else I saw, who's uh, Shelley Morrow, and she was really interested in art. She's been working with a lot of, uh, doing a lot of stuff with, with sewing, and she also does a lot of stuff relating to uh, the nude and life drawing. So I've also will put a link as well as the other artists uh, on the website. So in this mini episode on miniature artists, I've picked a couple. And uh, the first one I want to talk about is an artist called uh, Nicholas Hilliard. And he was born around 1547 and he died in uh, 1619. His father was a goldsmith and he apprenticed as one too. And after his apprenticeship, he was appointed as the goldsmith and official miniaturist to Queen Elizabeth I. So this guy, what he does is he paints tiny little watercolours of famous noble people of the time particularly did quite a lot of the of elizabeth the first how how small were these like all paintings we're talking i'm now getting out my ruler and they are about 
So they're about five centimetres or two inches in height and about four centimetres across, which is about one and a half inches across. So they're pretty small. Wow, yeah. So, I mean, they could they could easily get lost, couldn't they? Oh, yeah. So what they do is they're actually normally used in brooches and they're used in, like, set into small f- into frames. How they actually did them was they painted them in watercolour and then they were then painted on... The watercolour was actually painted onto a thing called vellum, which is uh, an animal skin, basically. So this, we're looking at, <clears throat> what, 16th century, did you say? Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, do, pe- times. Yeah, do people still make miniature works like this? Or is this oh. a, was this, like, something that happened at, just at that time? Uh, the, yeah, miniatures are still made today, but there was a different significance when these were made. So miniatures were used as secret kind of messages, like coded messages. So if you uh, quite liked a lady, you might get her a little miniature done if you're a bloke and it'd have little coded symbols in it. So that's how they were used. I mean, what's quite interesting is this guy who painted uh, at least 16 portraits of, of Elizabeth I, she would give these out as gifts, but she wouldn't give them as gifts that were, they, were, they were framed. She'd just give them as portraits on their own. So, of course... The person who received it would receive this gift from Queen Elizabeth I and then they'd have to fork out loads of cash to make sure that it was framed or put in a locket. It's quite a small frame they need to get together though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's seriously expensive because mm-hmm. you think it's got to be pretty good. It's come from Queen Elizabeth I. So you're not going to put it in like a, a frame you got from the range or, or Ikea. Yeah. Or, yeah, or you could just squash it into a little misshapen horseshoe. Yeah, I, and you're prepared to show that to uh, <laughs> to Queen Elizabeth what you've done with her royal prep present. What, would she want to check up on it after she'd given it to you? She wouldn't just give I it would. to you and go, and go, oh, enjoy it. See no, you later. No. I reckon she'd want to know what you've done with her image. Because the other thing as well, at, at that time, obviously, I mean, it was more superstitious time, they believed that there was kind of like the essence of the sitter was partly in the picture. So if you sort of got a picture of Queen Elizabeth I and you shoved it in a cheapy sort of like dodgy horseshoe-shaped frame, I don't know if she'd be pleased. Well, you'd be demeaning her, really. Yeah, you'd be messing with her essence. Yeah. Mess- yeah. <laughs> and she was really controlling about her image. You can actually see quite a lot of these works. They do survive and they're they're in London, so... Uh, that's the miniaturist Nicholas Hilliard and I will put a link to a couple of his pictures so do you reckon any any powerful figures in today's society use those like I can imagine Simon Cowell giving out little miniatures of himself yeah I wouldn't like his essence in my pocket though Um, what actually prompted me the idea of doing the miniature uh, discussion for this mini episode, as I keep reminding everyone, uh, was I watched a documentary about the artist Willard Wigan. And he's an artist who sculpts works that are so tiny they can fit on the head of a pin or in the eye of the needle. So what he does to make these tiny sculptures is he uses tiny tools like tweezers made from eyelashes and cutting tools made with diamond dust that are put in the end of hypodermic needles. And to work, he has to hold his breath and work in between heartbeats. 
and one of my favourite sculptures, which is actually holds the world record for being the smallest handmade sculpture in the world, is a carpet fibre sculpture of a baby that actually fits inside a human hair. Wow, that, that's pretty intense. I mean, having to do a sculpture in between heartbeats, I can't get my head around that. I mean, my heartbeat is quite fast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he actually uses his heartbeat as well, interestingly, is when he's making certain sculptures, he uses his heartbeat as a kind of like a jackhammer. So every time his heart beats, it moves his, his hand a f tiny, tiny fraction, and he uses that to sort of like chip away at things as well. So basically, he's just keeping still and his heart is doing the sculpting. <laughs> well, his, his work comes from his heart. My favourite work by Willard Wigan is a tiny sculpture of a baby that's actually crafted from carpet fibre and inserted inside a human hair. It's the smallest sculpture made by hand in the so world. So is it in the world, Book of World Records? Yes, it is. It's, it's ridiculously small. Well, you can just imagine a baby inside. Well, so hair. there's no chance of anyone breaking it anytime soon. Breaking it? The world record for the smallest sculpture. No, no, no. There are smaller sculptures, but they were made by machine. Ah, okay. So it's like a, a smallest handmade sculpture. So another one I've picked, which I'll put a link to on the site I really enjoyed, was one of his earlier works. And it seems really big compared to that because it's actually sitting in the eye of a needle. Uh, what it is, is a scene from Alice in Wonderland uh, of the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. So you have Alice, you have the Mad Hatter and you have the March Hare and they're all sitting down having a mad drink of tea. Um, what was interesting about this one was that the, the, this is the second version he made because the first version he accidentally breathed in what so 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 he so sucked tiny. the tea hole and the whole party up his nose or something yeah <laughs> by accident yeah well, that's a that's a oh, new yeah. chapter in alice in wonderland isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> up the nose of a of a brummy artist so coming up uh as you're aware, Sarah's not here, but she's actually done an interview with two multimedia artists, and uh, they're called Ava and Nella. I like these miniature pictures. You like those miniatures? Right, I'm Sarah, and I'm 35. I'm Nella, and I'm six. I'm Ava, and I am five. Cool. Do you know what miniature means? And uh, no. Do you know what miniature means? Um... But you are uh, uh. If you take the first bit, mini, do you know what mini means? Yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny, exactly. So today we're going to look at some tiny artworks. Right, this first one is by a Spanish sculptor and photographer called Isaac Cordell. And he makes sculptures out of cement. So if we have a look at these. Right, what can you see in that one? Um, people. Yeah, they're little sculptures, cement sculptures of men. And where are they? Um... In a pond. Well, I think what it is is a puddle on the side of the road. Look, that's the curb. So that makes you see how little they are. They must be about yeah. that big. Yeah. 
But they're quite detailed, aren't they? Why is he taking his head off? I'm not sure. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. What sort of men are they? I don't know. They look like old men to me. I was going to say that. Yeah. And what are they wearing? Um, they're wearing fancy clothes. And they're wearing kind of grey suits. And the other one I quite liked is this one. So it's like a little miniature man and it looks like he's been flushed down the drain pipe, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you like that one? Yeah. Um, so these are quite cool. Um, yeah, Isaac Cordor is a Spanish sculptor. And these sculptures are sort of a, a little bit of a take on modern life. Yeah. Because modern life can be hard. Do you want to see another one? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. You like this one? Yeah. This looks like... Oh, what is it? I don't know. Someone in a tunnel with a doggy. Yeah, he's got a doggy and a blanket on him and a little suitcase. Yeah. And this is probably a little tiny, like, mouse size hole. Yeah. And does he look happy? He looks a bit sad. Yeah. yeah, I quite like these. I think that they are... Um, they're a bit sombre. Do you know what sombre means? No. What if he gets rolled over? Well, I think that he puts them there and then he takes a photograph. Sombre means kind of sad and the colours are kind of grey, aren't they? And look at the pavement, it's all grey. Yeah. It looks like he's living in a bit of a grey, sad world, these little cement men. Yeah. Do you like them, though? Yeah. I only look down. I won't do that. Oh, I think this is a this is by somebody else. Oh no, it's something like that. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. Oh look, he's tiny. So this one is a uh, another man. It's like bald men, aren't they? With grey hair in grey jacket, work jacket. So they look like workmen. They're in a sort of uniform, and he is in a dinghy floating next to some ducks and a little duck nest there is he massive no i think he's probably well look at that duck so he looks a bit bigger than the duck doesn't he yeah, yeah so um, people was walking along that pavement and they, they would think him he's actually real they might think he's real yeah he looks quite realistic doesn't he yeah. you wouldn't necessarily think he's made out of cement okay did you like isaac cordell yeah yeah? Let's see somebody else. Let's see somebody else. Right, this is an artist. This is a British photographer called Slinkachoo. Slinkachoo. Yeah, that's quite a nice word to say. So Slinkachoo makes tiny little scenes out of little objects. So look, that's the top of a bottle. And that's a trainer. And what if they made that lace look like? Um, a monster. Yeah, it does look like a sea monster. Do you like this one? Yeah. I like his... Here's miniature ones. You like these little tiny ones? Yeah. So you'd have to look quite carefully at these, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want to miss them. <gasps> what's a video of one? Right, let's have no, a look at this one. <gasps> look, so this is two little tiny figures carrying a what's it. <gasps> I love what's it. <laughs> Do you? Do you like what's it? No. No, I like what's it, but they get a bit messy. Yeah. Olivia walked ahead and watched it and she got really messy, like her mouth goes up to there. Was it? Well, she had orange, like a big orange smile. Yeah, I went there. You want to look at that one? Mm -hmm. So this is another bottle top and it's a, well, what is it? And that's, that's a, that's a person that can't walk, that's a person. Is it a wheelchair or is it a buggy? It's a wheelchair. Buggy. Mm. Well, Ava reckons buggy. Nella reckons wheelchair. Not sure, it's, it's quite a big buggy. Tiny. It's tiny, and that that's that could be the mummy. She looks a bit sad. 
and the dad looks a bit sad. So it's interesting to make tiny sculptures because most sculptures are quite big, yeah. aren't they? What sculptures have you seen? Um, the Eiffel Tower. You've seen the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> well, not in real life. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Well, that's kind of like a building, not a sculpture, but that is a very, very big one. Yeah, it's even taller than you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot taller than me. You have to get a lift up it. Do you? I thought you had to get stairs up it. No, I think you can walk up it, but I think there's a, I think there's lifts too. So did you like looking at those miniatures? Yeah. Did you like it, Ava? If you went to an art gallery, would you rather look at giant sculptures, medium-sized sculptures, or teeny tiny sculptures? Teeny. Nella says teeny, Ava says... I just said that too. Oh, what would you actually like to look at? Big. You like big sculptures? I don't know. Do you know any... Do have they seen any big sculptures? Yeah. We do want to go up to the Tate, don't we? Yeah. I'd love to take you to the Tate. Okay. Shall we say bye-bye? Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So, So when you said multimedia artist before, did you actually just mean kids? No, I mean kids that... They do, they make work with Play-Doh. <laughs> they make work with paint. They make work with crayons. <laughs> so that's multimedia. <laughs> <laughs> they were good though, weren't they? I, I liked I liked their input. I think they gave some really good insights. All right, yeah, I think she was right about the Eiffel Tower. It is a sculpture. I mean, you can argue very successfully that it's a building, but really, it's a big sculpture over Paris, isn't it? Uh, there are architects that do consider. Uh, their work to be giant sculptures for instance the Spanish uh, architect Calatrava um, he considers his work to be giant sculptures so uh, yeah it, I, I, that's, a, that's a one that's open for debate excellent yeah I'm, I'm uh, pleased okay. to hear that So, uh, just to wrap up our mini, mini episode, um, we now have a Patreon account, don't we, Tom? So it's patreon.com forward slash modern art is rubbish. And so you've got uh, two, like, patron options. So you can do $3 a month as a Fluxus member or $10 a month as a, an Impressionist member. Yeah, great. If you want to donate and help the show, that would be fantastic because obviously it's, it does cost to run the show and um that would be really cool so have we got some thank yous to do so because we've already got some subscribers we've already got some patrons and that's joe and shirley and who's the other one tom catherine or mum as i like to call her <laughs> oh thanks mum catherine <laughs> yeah and also can we ask uh, if you can subscribe to us and if you can go on iTunes and give us a five star review that would really help and of course you can uh, find all links to the images for the this show on modernartisrubbish.com and we have got a Facebook page and if you want to get hold of us directly you can message us on info at modernartisrubbish.com Sorry, anything else you want to add before we go, Tom? Um, well, I... Can you I, just say yeah, bye? Yeah, there was... We, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just want to buy it. I'm just saying it, but I just actually want to buy it. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Bye. Bye.